0: I uh, bet. <laughs> literally right before i i closed out of my last zoom meeting to get right onto this one uh because t- today like with the band we're doing a bunch of we're, we're trying to get a lot done here and juggling tour stuff and music video stuff and finances and we're gonna talk about it all again
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i shouldn't have said anything <laughs> yeah it's, it's fine it'll happen eventually <laughs> bro congrats on this album like holy smokes what what? album blew me away when I listened to it for the first time heck yeah man thank you
0: it really did I'm uh, really really proud of it
1: (laughs) yeah you should be you absolutely should be I can easily see this album being on people's top 10 albums of the year Hands down. We've oh had a my.
0: heck yeah, man. Yeah, we've, there's been a lot of people saying that that's pretty cool. Like it's kind of a weird spot for us because it's not like sorry, I'm trying to get this. I, not do what you gotta do. I wanna look good for you guys here. Um <laughs> it's like it's kind of strange because it's not a like full length, so it's like an EP, so there's like EPs of the year, and then there's like album, and it's like kind of both, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys prefer this wide angle or tall?
2: That's fine.
1: Yeah, either
0: way.
2: Okay. Looking gorgeous either
1: way. Hey. <laughs> cool. I've never there's never been a time where I've sat down and listened to an album and didn't know if I should be crying or headbanging or doing both at the same time, but this album was like one of those for me. It was just it was you guys went on like an incredible emotional roller coaster with this album, while making it incredibly heavy at the same time. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of a strange spot
0: too. Like I keep saying, strange, but like we uh, we've had like a lot of mixed reactions on that front because it's like some people feel guilty like enjoying the music, and yeah. or you know maybe like wanting to like headbang and you know like throw down i guess because it's you know the content is so like heavy and emotional and it's like i don't want to sound insensitive when i'm like yeah
1: check out this new stuff it's so good you know we love it and and,
0: like you know like what we're talking about is like pretty personal to some people and i you know like it's kind of that finding that balance has been like the the learning curve for this right but uh overall it's been really great
1: yeah, with that with that challenge though, how tough was it actually sitting down and right finding the right way to write the lyrics, given like the content that you were given and whatnot?
0: Yeah, uh, so with uh, with writing it, it was really challenging, and
1: we we were lucky to have
0: a lot of time like throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So with that, I wanted to use as much time as I could on each song. So you know like some of these songs like the price of grace that was like one of the last ones i put together um i remember there was like a weekend and i was like okay sweet i'm off all weekend i'm just gonna knock this out and in the back of my mind i was like you shouldn't really like be worrying about that right now you know like it's not it's not something that you just want to get in and get out like you really got to focus on what this is about what like why this is important and you know telling the story accurately and you know well so I uh I I had a lot of moments where like I would go in with the mindset of like I'm going to accomplish so much and then realizing like you know I I don't want to force this and then regret it so there was a lot of a lot of like back and forth come and go with writing so that was probably like one of the hardest parts I would say
2: Mm -hmm. I will say with the price of grace the breakdown and, and your call out when you go you
0: deserve to survive. I I can't get over how good that is. Thank you. That one was uh, that one was yeah, really, really emotional because we uh, we were with CJ the whole experience, like from when you know this tragedy struck, all the way up into the re- recording of the song. Like he uh, he was like with us on it. He wasn't physically with us in the studio, but like. I was on the phone with him quite a bit like hey we're getting ready to track this and he had prepared this voicemail for us so that's his real voice on the song and um with that call out you mentioned uh the original lyric I think was you deserve to survive but because the whole like takeaway at the end is like keeping him alive in spirit it's you deserve to survive so it's kind of like flipping that and uh basically like keeping it alive throughout it i thought that was interesting and kind of a fresh perspective and gave it a new meaning
1: yeah yeah i mean there was there was so many perfect moments on this album too just with like the lyrical structure of it and with the instrumental structure of it as well so you guys did a fantastic job on that definitely thank you that
0: uh that was a lot of uh a lot of days spent with uh Andrew in the studio, our producer. Uh we had I mean, with any record you know, any studio trip, you have a limited amount of time. And typically you go in and you just start right away. You typically will track like a strat, uh scratch guitars, and then this is like other musicians know this, but you know, like your normal person. Um, you go and you do like a little bit of guitar, and then you'll get your drums, and then from there you start building the song and and that's like the first three days, but for us, it was like everything was thrown out the window as far as an expected structure. We we spent yeah. probably four days, uh, for each song, like four days each, just working on lyrics, like just sitting down and talking and really making sure we're we're driving home, you know, what we want to say and and making it as good as it can be. So everything is, at least from my. My take, everything is super intentional and really honed in and I'm really proud of that. It, it,
2: the whole thing is really good. The, the lyrics hit me in my heart a lot. I will say that. Uh, but I wanted to switch over to the vinyl real quick, which they're all beautiful.
1: Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Bro.
2: <laughs> whose
0: idea was it to
2: put the Hurricane instrumental on that?
0: Uh, I think... Well, we had released her, the Hurricane instrumental before mm-hmm. any of, like, the newer singles on this record. Because Hurricane, I guess for those just listening, Hurricane came out, like, a year, like, two years ago. Like, it's been a while. Yeah.
1: It was, like, 2019. It was two years uh,
0: ago. Yeah. So we did a, we released Hurricane, and then we later released just the instrumental version of that. And the reception was really good. People seemed to really like that, so... um we, I guess there's just more so like a bonus for picking up the vinyl, really. It was, you know, it's like, you guys enjoy this, and this is just kind of an extra incentive. But uh, yeah, I think uh, doing like little add-ons for vinyl make it a little more special, you know, something to talk about and show sure your friends. They're like, hey, you don't have this. I do. You know, it's on the vinyl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually bookended. Uh, oh, really? The whole album. Great. It worked
0: perfectly for me. I never thought of it like that. That's cool. Yeah, I guess that could sound good. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So speaking of Hurricane, though, yeah, that that song came out two years ago. I didn't have I think you guys first started playing it whenever you were on the tour with Earth Groans, right?
0: Yeah, the the tour we did with Oh Sleeper, I think, was the first time that we brought that out. Yeah, I I might be wrong.
1: And so with with bringing that song out so early, was the plan always to work on new material throughout the next however long it was and put that as basically like a lead single off of the new album? Or was it kind of just like, oh, hey, we should add on to this structure that we already have? Um
0: Both. <laughs> it's, uh, it was, it wasn't intended to be like, a standout single for the record. And I don't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't really say it is in a way, cause like it was just a single, like it was just gonna be a one off. Uh, cause that was our first time recording with our new producer and then also having Daniel on vocals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just kind of this, you know, here's our new sound and like hopefully this can hold you guys over till we, you know, make our next move. Uh, but we had gone through so much right, at, right as we were releasing that. I mean, we were finding a new vocalist we decided to leave our last label uh we you know going through the member change and then working with a new producer going diy there's so many and then like and then the pandemic so there's just all these like things going against us uh so with all those all these big changes it just that was definitely a big influence on like okay let's bring this over to the record but also Hurricane inspired the record as a whole, uh, in its own way, because that was our first time doing interviews. Like we, we got this whole new idea of interviewing people and then writing songs about them. And then that just kind of became the the concept that we stuck with for the record. So in a way, Hurricane is the seed to, I won't survive. It started the whole thing. That's awesome.
1: That's really cool. So, I have a quick question. Yeah, yeah. go for it. Words, yeah. <laughs> uh, did,
2: did you like the experience of doing it yourself better than having the label behind it?
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, nothing against the label, but when we when we went in to do our last records, that there was a lot more time restraint and budget uh, less of a budget, like a lot less of a budget. Uh, so there was a lot of things like, you know, like we were really forced to just get it in and get it out, you know, like that's kind of stressful for, you know, like writing and be, you know, being a musician, I guess, but with this record, we can we, we did it in like sections. So like the last, the last session we did was for three songs. We did our instrumental, we did the price of grace and we did teeth. And that was just, so like having the freedom to like, go home, you know, rest, write more and then come back was really cool. And I don't know if we'll ever get that chance again, just because that's so, um, that's not really how you go about writing a record. So I definitely enjoyed the DIY aspect for sure. Hope that answered some of your questions. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> so yeah I was just wondering the, yeah.
2: between, you know, having the labels and then being able to do it yourself.
0: Yeah, the the label never really like uh, police or like creativity or anything like that. Now, like we were able to, um, you know, take things in our own direction and, you know, go from there. So there really wasn't much restrictions, you know, as far as creativity. Okay.
2: Did you think of what you were thinking about Josiah?
1: Yes, I was actually. <laughs> um, now I lost it, hold on. Gosh, I, <laughs> one of those days. Um, throughout the record, we see like a bunch of different, almost not style changes, but just expounding upon what you already have uh, genre-wise. So like um, when, what was it? I wanted to say it was Price of Grace came out. It got added to like a death core playlist. Yeah. About- and then looking at teeth, you hear some like hardcore influences on it. Was that like, was that something you guys like intentionally tried to do? Of like, let's really expound upon this or let's just have, or was it kind of more like, let's just have fun and make some of the craziest stuff we can think of?
0: <laughs> um, I guess more so that your second opinion, because I we when we got added to that spotify deathcore playlist like that wasn't on our end like that was them like their algorithms or their decision making we weren't like yo we're deathcore band now like that never (laughs) you know uh but like with teeth like you said uh our idea outside of conceptually like what the song's about like sonically like we were just like let's just make the heaviest song we could make you know and like Oddly enough, like our newer the newer stuff that we're already working on is gonna be much heavier. But uh that uh that was kind of the idea. It was just like let's just go all the way heavy and let's just do all screaming and have fun with it. And so I guess some of the hardcore elements came out. Like I like me personally, I love Kubicon. And uh there's a little bit of that in there, maybe. Um yeah. at least from you know, my influence. But I yeah, like we like hardcore and we've always had a lot of hardcore influences and So that was just natural, but definitely more heavy and more risk taking
1: is. Oh yeah,
0: well, like definitely a lot of our motivation was just kind of like let's just go for it, you
1: know. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. So do you think going forward, like you already mentioned, that you're already on the track for writing new material and stuff like that and whatnot? As of today, (laughs) yeah, right. As of today, because yeah,
0: Josh and I were on the phone earlier and he was showing me some like little snippets of demo and like we're kind of conceptually like already trying to figure out what our next move is and musically. But um, I mean, all our heart and energy is in I won't survive. Like don't get that.
1: Right. Oh awesome. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you think going forward, you're going to try and not necessarily replicate what you did with this, but kind of taking in a similar approach of trying to get it done in some chunks first, take the time and really put into it? um i don't know i mean with our producer it's tricky because he's such a busy guy he's doing like
0: all these you know big projects so uh i don't know i mean it's just whatever makes the most sense right you know if we're if we're super busy with our touring schedule and he's got records that he's doing and it's like okay we're just gonna do a full length in this pocket and we may have to do that but my advantage now is i'm just gonna always be writing so Right. some of the last older material was just kind of like right now let's go and you know that's not always the best way to go so yeah uh yeah i think i don't know like whatever we can whatever we can do we're gonna find out here in an email here cause we just i don't know if i should be telling all this but we uh we emailed <laughs> our producer this morning and we're seeing what his availability looks like so maybe it will be a couple songs here a couple songs there i don't know like we'll find out
1: yeah yeah um vocally though oh my gosh you you were absolutely fantastic vocally like it's it's so cool looking at something like like your really early stuff um in unworthy and then looking now and seeing not only like improvement on your end but how much range you've been able to extend as well both getting those really high highs and those really low lows and then also hearing Daniel come on and just sing the mess out of the lyrics <laughs> on there. It was an, it was that was honestly one of the biggest treats of this album EP whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um was just Yeah, hearing... you, you and I both. I just say
0: release at this point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll just go with release anytime we talk about it we'll just go with release. Um, <laughs> so just hearing hearing the the vocal styles and everything on this release was just absolutely phenomenal thank you uh yeah i mean with uh one big
0: advantage like was having the pandemic i had a lot of time to rehearse and learn new techniques uh mm. so there's definitely like newer techniques i'm doing and i'm like really honed in my most of my like screaming now but uh i mean yeah i'm working on new stuff too but uh i'm always looking to improve and one big advantage I think a lot of these songs had was drawing out new emotions mm-hmm. uh, and kind of treating it like a, uh, um, like almost like method acting, like being yeah. sad with the song, you know, or, and instead of just like nailing my takes, which is like a, kind of a bad habit for me. It's just kind of like, let's just make it sound great. Good. Let's go. Let's keep going, you know. Yeah. Uh instead abandoning trying not to think so much about technique but more more so the emotion and so like for example like the price of grace there's a line where i say um they found that note you left behind in the lethal dose you took that night um so talking about describing a suicide note i imagined like what you would feel like angry and sad and like gritting your teeth you know like so i was literally gritting my teeth and like snot was like kind of building up like almost like you'd be crying so it's like these sounds are like coming in and or at least i think they do and yeah uh it creates more of like a a raw emotion i think and sound so going more of a method act method route i think was a big advantage uh same thing like with the call outs um i uh i try to imagine like what it would sound like if i were like in a real like verbal altercation you know like you and i are yelling at each other and we're we're fighting what would my voice sound like you know and sc- screaming like that so like it's not yes. good for your voice you're gonna you're probably gonna and i did i hurt my voice but it sounds legit like it's not like all dramatic and silly sounding you know like there's it's just like a, i'm literally yelling at you and i think that's really effective for like hardcore elements for sure yeah like teeth yeah
1: I definitely see that influence or just that style in wreckage whenever you say it, the section before the breakdown with if you love as you say you love and you getting that almost really, really oh. high scream, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that was uh, kind of an uh, impromptu thing. Like uh, when we were tracking it, it was like technique and it was like uh, just nailing the take and then they're like, oh, it doesn't really you know this just sounds pretty standard and i was like well what if i try this one thing i've been like practicing on the side that like super high like that was totally new for me i was like i i can try this what do you think of this this might be too extreme And they did and they're like oh that's sweet like yeah but it was <laughs> it was also like you would make that sound in a super desperate call out i imagine like you know like maybe you know you're so Drain and emotional and sad like you might actually sound like that if you were calling out to God and. Um, you know, as saying, like, you know, if you love me and help me, you know, you might, you might sound right. like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. I know but the anyway, last time
2: you were on here. Yeah. We, we talked about some of your artwork and you gave us some uh, tidbits on the last album about the the symbol and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Is there anything like that on on this cover? Anything that you put on there secretly or haven't explained?
0: Uh, Yeah, it's definitely more symbolic, like with the singles. um, Like, uh, we have a sword for the war that followed me home. And so, you know, like, that's a warrior. You know, like, there's uh, wreckage where it's a scale and you know that's kind of like you're weighing out your options you know of self-harm and, and your belief in god and then there's like the rose for price of grace you know like rose is a great representation of grace and it's like dying uh so yeah there's definitely like some visual cues we took off of those that were like symbolic uh the, the cover art itself i think this just kind of this like almost occult figure uh but it's more like a less like a that space between life and death and like the choices you make. So there's like this book and that, uh, that to me, my interpretation of that was like the survival stories and like the story that you'll leave behind. And then there's like the, you know, the representation of death that was kind of like some of the direction. Uh, and then the, our artist took his, you know, his route and we're really happy with it. Yeah. It's great. Thank you. I
2: have a quick question. If you Don't, yeah. don't mind um so one song i've very been interested in was lasso um i know a lot of other people have and i think it has kind of that strong backstory kind of like the price of grace and yeah the, what it comes from if you like how y'all came to write it or what happened kind of
0: yeah i'm glad you asked because we're uh we're going to be putting in some uh some thought in ideas into putting that song a little more up, up out in front like maybe a music video or something uh and there's also a lyric uh, explanation video that we're gonna have here soon hopefully um that song is really near and dear to us specifically zach uh so zach and this guy greg used to be in this band together called run into the shadows uh this is like a local band and they, they actually got pretty big they're doing like tours and stuff but my local band were playing shows with their band and so we knew of each other in the scene this is like early 2000s like 2006 seven uh but we knew of each other and fun little tidbit i auditioned for run of shadows and i didn't get the part uh thanks zach (laughs) uh uh, greg and zach were really close in this band together and then zach went on to do convictions and greg moved out to Portland, i believe and started his life with his uh wife and daughter and uh years down the road while we're on the road i think it was zach had gotten uh he got the news from greg that greg had gone through uh testicular cancer and he had gone through like two or maybe three waves of it and uh i mean that that took us all off guard. I knew Greg, but like Zach obviously much closer. And um, we uh, we spent time with him while we are on our, I think we were on tour with volumes at the time, but we were staying with him and we were working on this record or writing some of it. Uh, and Zach basically interviewed Greg and was asking like, uh, you know, if if you were going under, you know, for this cancer treatment, uh, you know, in the surgery, and you had to leave like an open letter to your daughter, you know, not knowing if you might make it out of this, what would you say? And so that that's what last cell is. Because there's like in the course, he talks about, um, you know, not walking his daughter down the aisle, you know, when she'd be married, and uh, not being there for her and what that would feel like. And so it's, it's really sad. But um, I feel like perspectives perspectives like that aren't always, uh, known, you know, or, or heard. And, uh, it was really like sentimental and we've had a lot of people like resonate with that story or at least the lyrics and song. I know my brother, he has a daughter and he was sharing his thoughts on that. And that was really cool. But, um, it was a lot of fun to make. It was definitely a new sound for us. And we were experimenting with different song structures and, uh, there's an Easter egg in there. Uh, the very last line of this song is run into uh, don't let your light run into the shadows. And that's the name run into the shadows is the name of their old band. So I, I wanted to get that in there, but um, yeah, Greg's, Greg's doing well, by the way. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's cleared of all that, but that's
1: yeah, good. we wanted to write that. That's good. We've yeah. So the, the the line one of the lines in wreckage um that you guys put on I think the the back of your sh- one of your shirts was um the night or the the nails in your wrist cut the blade from mine can you kind of uh, explain that a little bit as to what that means just because like, you know, a lot of times you don't wouldn't really use the phrase cut the blades from mine or, you know, you'd say something like take the blades or something like that. So why exactly that verbiage?
0: Yeah, that one, that line, I think, was put together from by Andrew and some of the guys, maybe Josh. I'm not sure. I, I was definitely there for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think I even had the same question. I was like, what does that mean or how is that? Uh, my interpretation from that is like self-harm. So like mm-hmm. uh, throughout the song, you hear like different methods on way um uh, how this person considered taking their lives, you know, there's a car crash, there's a gun, there's cutting, which are all relevant to his story. Uh, I think because he's struggling with his faith and asking God, you know, like if you're really there, uh, you know, I'm struggling here. I don't, I don't even know if I believe in you, like save my life. Uh, I think he's acknowledging the holes you know, he's acknowledging Jesus and the, you know, the holes in his wrist. And he's saying like cut the blades from my wrist, you know, like just cut it out, you know, like, mm. uh, basically, you know, if you're real, you know, take this from me. Yeah. That's my interpretation. I could be totally wrong, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what it was. Yeah, um, that sounds good. Yeah. So I, I thought that was, uh, uh, like with the shirt and the message behind it, I think it's a really great reflection of, uh, God's, uh, you know, will for us to live, and our, you know, our dependency on Him, you know, in times of crisis, you know.
2: Okay. Well, looking forward. Uh, now that touring's becoming an option, it looks like. What's your plans for touring?
0: Uh, well, that was the call I was on earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh if you would have got on no uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh hopefully soon uh we're talking about possibly august at the earliest uh, hopefully uh and then there's like september november ish that's kind of like what we're thinking or trying uh i can't say any announcement or anything yet because we're just yeah. we're just talking right now with our booking agents and figuring that out but i think we may have something for august but i can't say anything for sure
2: (laughs) just make sure you you got some dates around the philly area
0: and virginia (laughs) anywhere (laughs) yeah i think that might be in the area
1: (laughs) well if missouri isn't in the area i'm going to be genuinely upset because we don't care about the masks anymore so just come have fun in missouri (laughs) missouri yes
0: here I'll, i'll look right now (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, i think if not Phil i was about
2: travel. to drop their mask too
1: if 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 missouri is not on that list i will travel i've done it before and i will do it again
2: <laughs> and jersey just announced they're dropping it on we the 28th yep same with us wow need to see a show
0: um yeah definitely like new england area so eastern that's what it looks like but i i can't say anything for sure and i probably shouldn't even say anything about touring anyway
1: (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome
0: No, yeah i'm hoping to get uh to get a lot going here because we're all anxious you know like we've been waiting i'm sure you guys want to go to some shows and after this
2: after this release i want to see every single one of these songs live
0: <laughs> yeah, we were actually talking about that. This is actually a good question for you guys. Uh I'm thinking about that too. Cause we're depending on our set length and stuff, we're talking about like what's a foot in our set. And like nothing's confirmed or like on paper, but I, I know like we want to like heavily focus on just the new stuff. And I don't know if that's like a big disappointment for no some no, people. I how... Not at all. I, okay I think
2: That's great, honestly.
0: Yeah, I just know how like partial some people can be. Like I, I remember when I went to see architects forever ago uh this is like 2017 maybe oh, wow. uh no it was a little after that but i uh i really loved hollow crown that's my favorite album by them and yeah. i think they they put out a record called the here and now i think which is <laughs> yeah. like yeah. one or two records after that and i was so bummed they didn't play anything in hollow crown i was like <laughs> that's like that. yeah so i don't want to do that to anybody but we're probably just going to be playing newer stuff from here on out for a while unless we have longer sets yeah
1: Yeah. i was legitimately thinking about that the other day of like this releases has enough songs on it that it's a set list in itself yeah we might be able to play the whole thing it really is just just play the whole thing that's all
0: Be awesome (laughs) yeah we just i just wouldn't be able to talk to the
1: crowd it would just be like, go, 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 go.
0: <laughs> it's usually, it's, yeah, imagine, like
1: the, imagine the pit that would open when the breakdown for Teeth kicks in.
0: Oh, we've been talking about that. That was another thing we were talking about today. Because I was like, it'd be sweet to start our
1: set with that song. But then,
0: like, the, some of the guys in the band were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like you can't we can't do that because then we can't get heavier after that and i'm like you're right
1: <laughs> so like i can just imagine everyone just gassed after that like we have we have the rest of the set to go through we gotta be yeah, careful Yeah, just mellow out and it's like
0: <laughs> i don't know if we can do that
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um speaking of teeth though i know you guys are probably gonna be doing like a bunch of lyrical explanations and stuff like that but with the main like the breakdown line the call out of there there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth yeah uh, how does that incorporate into the rest of the song with like the meaning of it and everything does it have to do with like revelation and stuff like that and that sort of biblical um not even idea but just biblical reality or is it something different and you just wanted to include that scripture into it uh so yeah
0: with teeth it's kind of a uh I guess like a big influence was Dante's Inferno and like Mm. how you're descending into hell so like uh I mean the big takeaway is how all these stories are connected through suffering to kind of create that community and unity and kind of it's actually the most ironically as it's the heaviest song it's also probably the most positive song yeah (laughs) or at least like you know hopeful uh but the uh yeah the the visuals and the representations was like hell and my my take was Dante's inferno so like there's there's a build to it where it's like uh you're sinking lower tearing through the roots in the ground lower and lower and lower uh and then you'll hear you know weeping and ashing of teeth is like the the depth of it in hell and uh um, that was just kind of a uh you know like hearing weeping and gnashing of teeth brought up so much in the bible and, like, how they view that is in suffering, I thought that was kind of perfect. And it kind of created just the, the soundscape and the visuals of what, you know, what the listener's going through. Yeah.
1: Would you Would you say, like, the the sound and everything that you guys brought to it influenced the lyrics at all? Um,
0: They go hand in hand. So, like, mm. with this... With this record release, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I brought the, uh, the lyrical concepts to Josh because Josh is like the primary writer. Yeah. Uh, so I had ideas, you know, I was like, hey, I want to write about this story. Now make a song for it. You know, like, what would that sound like? You know, so I think with like The Price of Grace, for example, it being as chaotic and kind of like disorienting because uh, there's just so many different things going on uh kind of tie in with like in the beginning of the song when the our person is circling his dorm he's circling a dorm uh in college but he's he's circling a room so he's dizzy you know so like yeah there are elements that like tie in with each other or like the war that followed me home there's a lot of sonically uh influenced things that are are, trying not to like get too off like i'm just stuttering and sounding weird right now because my mind's all over the place but uh (laughs) um, in the war, like the war that followed me home, there's like a lot of metallic sounds and explosions, you know, like that you'd hear, like if you were in a war and then there's even a sound where, uh, where everything drops and you hear like ringing after, uh, I brace for the impact. So there's like mm-hmm. this bomb that goes off and you hear ringing, like you actually hear ringing on the song, like you would if it was in real life. So there are, yeah, like you said, like things that tie in and influence each other.
1: Yeah that's really cool i think the, my my favorite thing with this release is like uh, there was a few people whenever i talked to them about it they'd be like oh there's it's gonna it's too short there's not enough songs on it and i would the response was always i would rather them put their heart and soul into seven eight songs than yeah on about 15 song record and there's fillers and
0: yeah
2: Josiah, did audio cut out?
0: I think I lost some of the audio too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Josiah, your audio cut out. Sorry. I know oh, I was there it is. a bunch of like stairs and I'm like, ah, this isn't good. Okay, okay.
2: you you want to try that one more time?
1: where did I stop at? <laughs> <laughs> I knew I had <laughs> an answer, so I do it again. Do it again. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs>
0: You were, you were talking about it being, like, people complaining about it being too short, but then, like, you were saying, like, you'd rather it be, like, intentionally short and good versus, like, long with fillers. I think that's what Yeah, I, Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys definitely, and all I said after that was, you got, definitely did that. You guys nailed it with that. Yeah. No, I was, I'm listening. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's
0: to me is way more effective. Like, I, there's records that I really love, and that, like, uh that are like too long and i don't even really notice or like i don't even really hear them because by the time i'm like halfway through i'm, I'm already you know like finishing with my workout or i'm like arriving to my my job and i, and I turn off my stereo you know like mm-hmm. that's always in my the back of my mind like i'd rather it be uh and you know like everything's intentional everything's right where we want it everything's like on it then like force a few songs that might not you know or I don't know. Like these stories and stuff were like so personal and like deep with us. It was like I don't know. Like if we really need to, like top that, you know, or like it's yeah, everything is like right where we wanted it. I'm really happy with it.
2: Yeah, I, I will say it's the perfect length because I can start at track one, and then by the time it's over, I'm at work. So it's it, <laughs> I can listen to the whole entire from front to back on the way to and from work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like, I think it's like the right amount of time. And, you know, this is just my own opinion here, but like, you know, like I have so much attention span. Like I, I love the new, uh, here's a plug. I love the new Kingdom of Giants record so much. It's so good. Uh, but I I can never finish it. I always get to like halfway and then I'm like done with my workout or I'm like, oh, like I don't know how I feel about this song. And then like I get distracted or, um, you know i don't know like it's just like it holds just the right amount of attention span like that length i feel like is like perfect for us
2: yeah you guys don't waste any time either
0: no yeah i think (laughs) and i think there's like a statement that we were trying to make too with our new sound it's just like here it is this is us like new convictions we're like there you go you know like instead of like investing into a full length and going through that whole process again because we just did one you know it's like let's do something different
1: yeah yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah.
2: So I one question. Oh. I have one real quick before. So with all these songs, like about different struggles, you know, self-harm, PTSD, was there ever like a certain subject you wanted to write on that y'all didn't quite get to do and maybe left out?
0: Yeah. Um, there's, there's a couple, like going with the theme, of uh, interviews there's a couple stories that have like come up that i've been really inspired by recently that i'm like ooh, i, I think this would be really effective and like and a really good experience for us to like learn about and write about uh but for this for this release no like there wasn't like oh we didn't get around to that one or you know there, that never really came about but I don't know like for the newer stuff it's like maybe we do more interviews but I don't want to like pigeonhole our you know because it's more of a concept in a way yeah um but yeah there's some stories that I've definitely heard recently and I'm like oh my gosh like that's you know that's really and, and really is like effective like that story should be heard like wow you know um I don't know I I there's a lot of new ideas but with I Won't Survive, no, there was never like a, there wasn't like a stone that wasn't turned, you know?
2: Okay. Was there anything that didn't make it to the record at all? Or did you guys really just hammer out what you wanted?
0: Yeah, no, we, I mean, for it being uh, seven songs, like that was even a struggle, like, cause we went in, like I said, for our last session and we did three songs we got like halfway through and we're like, this might just be one song. So like (laughs) everything after that was like a big bonus. And we already like, we were really blessed with like, uh, you know, our producer being lenient and like working with us. And, uh, we were able to, yeah, finish it up. It was like just enough time. (laughs) Yeah, no, there wasn't really any other songs that were like in the works or anything that I can think of. Everything was, was dumb, but, uh, definitely almost not done because we were like it was getting down to that wire like with uh the instrumental song we had somebody that's outside of our band that we hired to play real violin on it that was really cool um but that was done like after we had already left the studio so it was it came out in post um but yeah no everything was just there
2: <laughs> and speaking of the instrumental song uh what was the inspiration behind putting an instrumental like that on there?
0: Yeah. So we, uh, when we perform live, Josh will do uh, like these really pretty interludes on his guitar. And this is like an element of convictions. That's like always there. Like we always have those going on in the background, whether I'm giving a speech or it's like between songs. Uh, and some of our older records will have a interlude like that and like serotonin or reverie. But uh, it's kind of an element of our band that we haven't really explored too much of outside of like a few singles, you know, here and there. Uh, But for this one, it was more so like a, the way I hear it is more of like a, a soundscape or like a, it has like a cinematic vibe to it. And the intent behind that to me was to give the listener time to reflect and process before we just, you know, go out And uh, I think that's what inspired the title too. Uh, Everything I Never Told You is just kind of that thought of like, there's something left on, like there's something I didn't get to say maybe before somebody had passed or maybe I passed or whatever. You know, it's that kind of giving you time to reflect and gather your thoughts and maybe, you know, where your heart is on some of these stories. That was kind of the intention, I think. Um, But yeah, going back to the, the element of the band I, I uh i've been asking around a little bit and i think i want to try and hopefully put some i didn't even tell everybody in the band this but like i've been like brainstorming on like a separate element of our band to release like four songs of just like everything i never told you like just instrumentals to kind of expand our convictions universe mm. uh without sounding pretentious <laughs> <laughs> I
2: think it would be wonderful.
0: It's it's a great instrumental. Yeah, I really like it. And I, I, I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> like I don't even play <laughs> anything. I'm just enjoying it. But I think uh, it's an element of our band that should be explored a bit more and could also tie in with other work that I don't, I can't really get into right now, but it's, a, it's something that we should explore more, but it's not necessarily like, this is our new record. We're just an instrumental band now. Like, no, that's not the case. It's more so like, rings of sound. Yeah. a side quest. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, you guys, you guys do it. You, you guys did a great job with that. Uh, it definitely remind reminded me of like a lot of the early Silent Planet instrumentals that they had on like a couple EPs and even their uh, full lengths. So those and it balanced everything out really well too yeah are going from like hard hitting nothing but heavy 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 and then you get this break
0: yeah, yeah you need that break before you get yeah. to the last song i definitely agree having dynamics is really important and the intent behind it for sure mm-hmm. yeah i love the the idea of like creating something that can put strong imagery in your mind like to me like when i hear that i think of like i'm out in the wilderness and the snow and I'm trudging through the snow and I'm like lost you know like there's like so much that you can think yeah. of like I, I love that and that I want more of that I'll take it for sure
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> man so you hit a million streams just on Spotify in what two weeks
0: yeah we uh yeah like two and a half or one and a half because uh we got that report a couple days ago and we just yeah. had to, like, make a graphic for it, you know, yeah. to promote it this weekend. But, yeah, yesterday it was, like, 1,007,000-something. So we may have hit that even a little earlier. I know there's, like, a delay with Spotify. So I want to say a week, but with Spotify, I can't really say that. <laughs> with YouTube and stuff, yeah. But, no, we're that's so crazy to us because we just hit a million streams on I Will Pop. A million streams on hope for the broken we hit that like a couple months ago and that album's been out for like two and a half years now
1: Feels so like forever.
0: <laughs> yeah so for us to hit that same number in a little over a week is pretty incredible for our band
1: yeah yeah i i remember i think we talked last time in the last interview that we had with uh we were like really confident that this this release would be put you guys on some sort of map whatever it would be and this it's definitely showing that it is
0: i hope so yeah like we're really i mean just by uh, the numbers and a lot of these reactions and you know people like you guys you know that want to talk to us and stuff it's pretty it's pretty special and i'm i'm really anxious to see what it's like uh once we go on the road you know like if people yeah they're going to turn out and stuff
2: yeah for sure i'll be
0: there heck yeah <laughs>
2: I mean, I how guess- does it feel blowing all these other bands out of the water?
0: Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no, uh, I'm not getting... No. Uh, <laughs> the... Uh, no, Music Lately has been incredible. Like, all these bands are putting out incredible work. It's... Uh, I think that's, like, one really cool thing with uh, the pandemic is a lot of artists have had time to really hone their craft and mm-hmm. uh, what well, we've been able to hear from these other bands has been really cool
1: yeah so, so it's awesome just for the just for the heck of it what's been one of your favorite releases so far
0: ooh uh in the metalcore genre uh veil maya i really like oh, that yeah. band uh i really like the new north lane and uh kingdom giants as i mentioned earlier mm-hmm. and Crystal Lake put out some really cool stuff this this year. That's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, those are just just a few.
2: Anything you're looking forward to coming out?
0: Uh, new Slipknot. Really excited yeah. for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there. There's Where a video posted this morning of them talking about their new stuff.
1: Yeah, Clown said that he never heard Corey uh, yep. he perform like <laughs> before. So we I'm also. Really, we yeah. also read the same article. <laughs> yeah, I think we did. <laughs> yeah, it's and I'm I'm really excited to hear it because I loved I loved their last album, um, so I'm I'm excited to hear more.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping they they get heavier. Yeah. That was my last show yeah. before
2: the pandemic hit. Was well, Slipknot?
1: <sighs> Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they were supposed to come to like Memphis in July of last year, and I was it was like a day to remember, Code Orange and everything. I'm like, Heck under yeah, I'll make, yeah, under oath. I was like, I'll make the three hour drive, get VIP for the heck of it. And then, right? I'm like, I hate life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I love to see. That. Oh my gosh, that, that's a bucket list tour for sure.
1: I'll. Oh my gosh, absolutely, absolutely. Um yeah, and Yeah, the-
0: Code. Code Orange is another one of those bands that are really influential. They're good.
1: Yeah. The new, uh, new Slaughter to Prevail, it just came out with the that song Baba Yaga, and it's, it's, insane. absolutely. Insane. Really? Is that the, with the uh the like, grizzly
0: bear or something? I saw like a video. Clip. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: They're yeah. Russian, so I'm get
0: yeah. Yeah, it's like normal for them. Uh, <laughs> I, I yeah, I saw a little clip of that. That's a. For the record, Alex is an incredible vocalist. I'm, in, I'm intimidated by that dude. He's really oh, yeah. good.
1: Yeah, he's freaking massive, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he opens up his throat, and it sounds like every layer of whatever ungodly thing came out of the earth <laughs> that's being released. Yeah. It's freaky. Yeah, it's real, real freaky. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, but yeah. No, it's been it's been a good year for music and you guys have definitely, I think, stepped it up for other bands.
0: Yeah, I think that was our goal was to um, really kind of show our new sound and direction and uh, really just put the effort into, I guess, like reinvent ourselves in a way.
2: Mm
1: Yeah. Yeah one of my favorite things too though is just seeing like lyrically as well it's like you like i I, we talked about it last time but you guys never straying away from your faith and everything um but i i love seeing how like within these songs that can have not necessarily like a negative um connotation but like a really sad and really heartbreaking connotation with it um also have that um light of jesus at the end of it and you guys always do a fantastic job at uh just pointing it back to god and making sure, making sure that he's glorified with it so
0: yeah i think that was uh was definitely in our minds because we you know we are a christian band and we are you know vocal and you know honest with our faith but one thing that's really important to our band is also talking about you know other aspects of of faith you know like people struggle and it's not all sunshine and daisies and you know perfect and you won't find that a lot of like christian music at least in our experience and to go on that uncharted territory in a way and try and show that light was is really important and that can that can reach people outside of our faith too you know yeah and you know like suicide that affects literally everyone Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and Uh, I think reaching people on, on, on that, in that way, I think is something that like God would want for us and our band, uh, to try and help with, you know, like saving lives, you know, or like reaching people, you know, like on a personal level and and trying to share hope with them is, uh, is a godly thing, I think. And that's something that we've tried to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely, it's like, it's a ministry in itself, you know? It's, yeah it's really really cool seeing how you know you guys do this with such a willingness to listen to god at the same time
0: yeah i definitely try
1: <laughs> yeah for sure for sure yeah mean, it's 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 really encouraging just because you see like with a lot of modern metal and stuff like that it can be super negative it could be super super dark depressing and everything but you know just having having your message in there along with many not many but a few other christian bands in the mix definitely shines that like hey you know there's still hope in all the darkness so
0: yeah yeah we're definitely happy and uh to try and share a different perspective Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah it's awesome it's great
2: i'll agree to that yeah
1: Mm -hmm.
2: it's real nice to have positivity coming through yeah I, like... I needed some of that this year
0: <laughs>
2: yeah
1: yeah hear that <laughs> yeah so what would you say was the lyrically the hardest one for you to write mm. I mean, i'm sure it was all pretty tough just because of you know the subject material and everything and wanting to get it uh in the right manner but
0: probably the war that followed me home Mm. Uh, just like I had to do a lot of research with that one mm-hmm. uh, I mean I did research on everyone we, had, we did interviews like with the, the people that we're writing about with every song so there's interviews for every song but uh, the war that followed me home was tricky because uh, you know I'm not, I, I didn't serve in the military I don't have any background or, or any of my family members that are close mm-hmm. and I'm trying to Tell that accurately, respectfully and uh, from a good place, you know, because it's like I can't tell your struggle when I've never had it, you know. So being really hands on with uh, Corey, the guy who helped us write this song, mm-hmm. um, he uh, he he shared a lot of information and, and gritty details and just putting that into words and then telling a whole story with like an arc uh, accurately. It was really challenging. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But really happy with how it came out. Yeah, it's a f- yeah. fantastic
2: song. It's my number one on repeat.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> the
1: whole album for me has just been on repeat. I listened to the, I listened to it like five times in one sitting and just just kept playing it through through. It was awesome. I couldn't get enough of it. That's so awesome
2: it's pretty much what i I play
1: to and from work Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) that's awesome man that's it's hard to like express gratitude like without sounding like oh thank you man you know like (laughs) thank you that's cool you know like i don't it's like hard to put that into words but that that really means a lot like thank you we've worked really hard on that and that's pretty surreal to hear
1: Mm -hmm. I remember talking to uh, Daniel in that, the Indianapolis show, the Hoosier Dome. Right? Oh, nice. That's so uh, sweet. <laughs> Great show. Um, <laughs> and I asked him, I said, so is it going to, it seems like it's going to be a heavier, like I will become. And he said, yeah, it's a good way of putting it. And it definitely, it definitely is. You know, you definitely encapsulated that, the I will become feeling while making it so much more heavy. That's funny you say that. Cause when we are in the
0: studio, Daniel, was saying that he was like he's like
1: oh my he's like the boys are back he's like <laughs>
0: some, of the, <laughs> some of my vocal takes like I was like man I sound different but like I, I like this um but I was like I think at some points maybe I was just like how do you guys feel because they're like quiet in the room I'm like is this good like tell me now and he's like silence that. and the Daniel like I, I think he like kind of like character for a minute he's like
1: dude he's like you're back man it's, it's back
0: I will. he's like i'll become. it's here <laughs> i was like all right cool man <laughs> like that's awesome like, i uh because he was like a fan of our band yeah, he, was, uh, right. he knows like what to expect or, or what he would want to hear mm-hmm. so it's a really interesting perspective so uh, yeah it was pretty pretty trippy <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah That's super cool. Yeah, I remember he was like, yeah, I didn't like Hope for the Broken. I was like, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. But like, okay, it's your opinion, Daniel. Uh, But yeah. (laughs) So I'm sure having that, um, that perspective itself was really beneficial with writing this new material as well. Oh, huge, huge.
0: Yeah, because it's like, I don't want to call him a fan, but it's like asking a fan, it's like, well, where would you hear us going, you know, or like, what would you want for the band? Right. You know, instead of being you know, in this vacuum where it's like, well, where do we go? What do we sound like? What will they like? You know, mm-hmm. he, was, he, he definitely helped a lot with like adding that fresh energy and also like understanding the band uh, right. and what he would hear of us. So it's like you joining a band that you really like for a long time and then being like, you guys need to go back to this, or you guys need to sound like this. It's like he already had these opinions. So it helped a lot for sure.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a masterpiece of a release, honestly. Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm going to go back to that, that statement I made earlier about not showing, not being sure how to thank you for that. <laughs> I'm just like, Thanks, man. Right, that's fine. Really just, I can't. Not you I really, like, that's – I I I don't want to sound like I'm not genuine when I'm saying thank you and uh, tell you – I can't tell you how surreal it sounds like that really is crazy.
1: Yeah, man, it was – it's awesome. It really is. Like, this is – I think this is everything that Convictions fans and even maybe even new Convictions fans are looking forward to. Like, this is like – I think we hear this and we're like, wow. Like, this is – how do you, how do you go build from there? You know, and it's it's looking bright. It's scary. Cause I'm like, what yeah. are we gonna next? <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, how do I yeah, top no. that? No, you'll really find Yeah, it's not really about topping it. It's just about mm-hmm. sharing something different.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. It's good. Thank you. I remember I texted my fiance the night I got done with it and I was just like, this was absolutely insane. You like, this is everything that I ever wanted. And she's like, all right, cool. Next morning I'll listen to it. And she listened to it. And she was like, yeah, I just bought one of their shirts and she doesn't listen to like heavy music or anything like that. Only whenever she's stuck in a car with me and she was, she was a fan of it. So I was, that's I was so happy. cool.
0: Yeah. Definitely give her an hour. Thank you for that. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> Babe. He's helping. <laughs> this oh, is the room.
0: <laughs> thank you you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> I loved it
2: <laughs> that's awesome and speaking of everything I wanted uh, what made you do uh, that cover song oh wow um, you hinted at it the last time you were on mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh, so I don't know if I mentioned it on our last talk uh, but that was a uh, that was that weird, like halfway mark between releasing this, uh, release and our last one and trying to like put out more content during the pandemic. Cause we didn't want to wait, you know, like a whole another year. So, uh, as far as like marketing and stuff like that, that was kind of like our thought of just kind of something to hold, you know, hold them over. But during that time, like we were doing prom- you know, promotional stuff we did, um, you know, getting everybody in Ohio. So it was just kind of like talking about the record. And also like that was our first little like snippet of what our new sound will be, I think. So some of the elements that we are bringing to that cover is what I believe is on a, on our new release. Yeah. Um, and also the content, like that song is great. Like there's a lot of really, um, really good content in there. Like with that song, like that Billie Eilish song has Really good depth about you know like mental health awareness, and, mm-hmm. um, and that's an indic- you know a, kind of like another small indication of where we're gonna go with the yeah. I won't survive. Yeah, so oh, yeah. made sense.
1: When you guys were like when you made that cover, was it kind of like in the forefront of your mind of like, hey, let's let's make a cover of a song, or was it kind of like you heard the song, it was like this would be cool to do a cover for.
0: Uh, I want to say it was Zach's idea or maybe Josh's. Um, it was definitely kind of on the whim because we we're like, yo, let's just do this. Uh, and it was funny for me because I kept hearing that song every day after work. I was like, this. it was just like right here right now let's go so we made the plans and went with it
1: yeah yeah it's, it's really good i wasn't the last cover you guys made the take me to church oh yeah uh, that was a while ago yeah. yeah that was a while ago and so hearing that like just a new cover and stuff like that was that was really cool it was fun to it's fun to listen to a new cover of you guys
0: yeah i wouldn't be uh bummed out to do more that was fun
1: yeah yeah for sure it was was really good um yeah i was gonna say whenever just kind of going back to the cover and everything whenever it first came out and whatnot it was definitely a really really good snippet and kind of a good introduction as to the direction that you guys were going towards yeah i think so definitely yeah yeah it was was really good i listened to that one a lot that's for sure (laughs) yeah i like that song it came out pretty good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not sure what else to say about it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was cool too, filming that video too, having John in the picture, getting him reintegrated with our band. Uh, John, our old bass player vocalist, uh, now that he does videos, we had him shoot that. And then he ended up working on uh, The Price of Grace. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, What Followed Me Home and Wreckage. Uh, so that was cool.
1: You guys hinted at the uh, music video process for Wreckage being a pretty interesting process uh, just with being out in like kind of like middle of the streets. And I think I saw one post where it said like the cops got called or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, ex- explain that. Like, what, what was that like? Uh, it was definitely like
0: guerrilla warfare. Like we were like carrying our instruments like through the city and then like setting up in like random spots. Uh, the shot where you see Zach playing under, it looks like a parking garage and there's like Mm -hmm. construction stuff behind him. Uh, those are the shots where he was playing full live drums. Like, I mean, he played live drums with everything, Yeah. but, uh, I think he may have dampened his cymbals or did something with his kit and some of the other shots, but that, that shot in particular, he was playing full kit outside and it was like midnight or so. He plays hard too. And there's, like, people, like, (laughs) I was so nervous. I was like, yo, like, chill. I was like, stop. I was, like, being a baby. I was like, we're in trouble. Like, stop. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And Zach's like, if I'm going to do it, I'm just going to do it. So he's, like, wailing on his kit And, like, really, Zach hits so hard, too. So, like, it was, like, (laughs) really loud. And it sounded like gunshots with a snare. And -hmm. we're in the city. And it's the middle of the night. And I remember looking up at, like, there's, like, this skyscraper next to this garage that we're by and somebody like opened their window and they were like looking down and they looked at us and they're like pointing and like yelling but I couldn't hear them and yeah like quickly afterwards cop showed up and I was like I told you guys I told you and like <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah they uh, they were pretty cool um, we, uh, we got off with like a warning and we had to finish the shoot so we just like got out of there but um, there's one shot it's been getting a lot of comments uh we're in this like graffiti alley and there's like profanity in the background that we didn't even see that was like already i mean there was so much everything is covered in graffiti like how are we gonna you know find that but uh when we were shooting that scene we're playing full band and it's crazy because this is during the pandemic but there was a lot of people out that night and they uh in this like alley they're in front of us like we're so on the other side of john so john's shooting us this way we're performing here there's a whole crowd of people behind him like i don't know like 50 to 100 or so like tightly compacted in this alley i wish he would have got a shot of it but they're just watching us just random passerbyers, buyers and they all like huddled up and it was like a show it was literally like a show but awesome. i mean i played in over a year like a year at that point and i'm performing and like i remember like the last beat of the song and i'm like looking down I'm like sweating. I look up, and there's a whole crowd of people, and they're like, cloud clapping and like, woo! And like, I was just like, <laughs> I was like,
2: wow! <laughs> I'm like, I
0: played a show! Like, It felt like that. I got this like rush of adrenaline, like like playing live, and then like it all sunk in. I'm like, oh, I missed this. and like, it was such a strange feeling. Like, it's so hard to explain.
1: That's super cool. Though. That's awesome. so
0: trippy. Yeah, it was like a parallel universe or something because we weren't oh, yeah. even you know i don't know it was nuts the whole shoot was crazy we were just darting all over town
1: that's that's really cool it was it was a great music video john always does a good job at shooting and everything yeah john
0: and daniel so daniel our new bassist vocalist he he him and john worked together in all our new videos her name didn't he technically
1: direct the war that followed me home
0: yeah he did yeah yeah that yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Daniel or John. I can't really like give you all the details on that. But yeah, they work together
1: on those mm-hmm. those videos. Yeah, it's it's been awesome. It's looking really really good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, man. So, I know you got to head out pretty soon, huh? Yeah, you know, like.
0: Yeah, I should. Probably, I gotta get back with my band because they. We were just having this like meeting. Uh, to figure out what we're gonna do for touring this summer, yeah, and potentially getting some music videos, but um, yeah. Other than that,
1: this is this is on my agenda. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well, if you guys roll through Missouri at all, you need a place to stay. Just let me know. Um, Heck yeah, yeah, and Philly for Uh, sure. Philly,
0: (laughs) Philly's like almost close enough for us to go home. But if I think we're heading out I think the plan is to head out east, so I might hit one of you guys up. <laughs> so, careful what you wish it. for. No, <laughs> That's fine by <laughs> <I'm I laughs> me. A bunch of sweaty dudes in your house.
1: Yeah, fine. That's, That's fine. fine. That'll work. <laughs> I mean, it I'm a sweaty worse. dude, and I'm already in my house, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do so. one quick last little question.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, when can we get test presses of,
0: <laughs> of the CJ? <laughs> Oh, um, I know that there's, I think there's a couple, um, I know Zach is like, he's, I think he's going to own one, but, (laughs) uh, I think there was like four made maybe, but, uh, I'm not sure if those will, I'm not sure.
2: Okay. (laughs) Figured why not shoot my shot?
0: Yeah, there might, I mean, I can. After I get off this call, I can be like, "Hey, yo, somebody wants one, so uh wink, wink." <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> uh, but man, we we always appreciate your time and everything, and your willingness to come on. Uh, oh no, it's a, it's a blast. Yeah, so it's a good time. It's a good time, man. It really is. Thank Until you man. so much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thanks for having me again. This Thank is.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Love will hang out, with you guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anytime. So.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Well-